Hi, I'm Lindsay Williams, your podcast host, and welcome to Busy Mom's Fitness Corner, Manifesting Through Motherhood, where we dive deep into the empowering journey of balancing motherhood and personal wellness. As modern day mums, we can possess an incredible ability to manifest your dreams while nurturing your family's well-being. Join me as we explore the transformative power of mindset, goal setting and self-care, equipping you with practical strategies to create the life you envision. And who said manifesting has to be hard? Hey guys, how is everybody? Wow, it is hot here in the UK and I'm just melting. I just can't handle it. The curtains are closed, the blinds are shut. I just I just don't know where to get cool. So I think I've been in the hot tub cold about four times yesterday. But hopefully it looks like the weather's set to come down a little bit because it's ruining my workout plans this weather so I've been I haven't been to the gym for a few days I've not slept and I'm not gonna push myself because I've been super roasting and I know the gym is aircon anyway but I did need a couple of days rest so I am back on it today get my plan sorted out um I'm feeling good so today I want to talk about pain management and exercise and then I know there's probably a lot of people listening that you know, do struggle with pain management, me included, like I've got musculoskeletal problems and I ended up having fibromyalgia. So, you know, there's times where exercise can really, I have to use mind over matter to get into my exercise, but I know the exercise is really good so I can get a lot of neck pain and shoulder and it's all muscular. It's just all, it just like throbs all the time. But lately it's been so much better and I'm not under, I'm not taking actually any medication for it. I just, you know, I, I have done in the past and it's it's not been beneficial and there's no point taking anything that's strong, you know. So I might as well just take the paracetamol to try and take the inflammation down, exercise, pace myself, have rest days, eat well, drink lots of water and just do, just use my own advice really. So, all you know, when I say to people, they, they want to, you know, in the past, they've wanted to do like a workout regime and they've got you know certain disabilities or you know pain you know different pain points that it's stopping them from exercising so I just make you know I say to people like you've got to sit down and look at what give yourself the MOT that I've spoke about in the past look at how how much you can push yourself when it comes to exercise looking at the triggers to exercise so what certain exercises do you think that are going to be triggers for you for working out what's going to like what's going to start hurting straight away what you know there's so many depending what it is I mean it could be a number of things but you just got to understand what what the triggers are know your limits and don't push yourself too much I think once we take responsibility of how we're going to exercise and not go silly I think we could actually get a really good workout plan going so I always say to people, make sure you're warming up, doing stretches, add some flexibility in there. I mean, there's so many exercises that you can do. You know, there's intuitive exercises. There's Then you've obviously got your cardiovascular and then you've got your strength. So depending what you can and can't do, I mean, don't shy away from things that you wouldn't do, but don't over push yourself. Do less time, less, you know, good time between each set's you know, so if you're doing like three sets of 12, just make sure you've got a good minute in between each one. So, and you're doing it slowly. You're not going fast. Like each each rep should be a nice, slow repetition. 
And then just take your time, make sure you breathe in. If you're starting to feel pain, make sure you don't carry on, just stop. So, and then, then you know that that exercise actually, I've got a weak area here, this is hurting me. I mean, it could be any pain, it could be stomach pain, it could be joint pain, it could be fibromyalgia, arthritis, it could be a disability. There's so many invisible disabilities and, you know, pain points that people, we can't see what's going on in our body unless it's physically, you, you can see what's going on with somebody. You don't actually know someone's limitations. So don't, when you're going into a gym or you're going into like an exercise class, don't follow what other people are doing because every person's got the different pain thresholds and fitness level and body type as well. So some people might be better at running and cardio and you might be better at strength training. You know, we all have our positives and weaknesses, me included. You know, I won't be going running all marathons tomorrow, <laughs> but I can lift heavy weights and that's what I like to do. So I like to work on strength training and it burns fat. Uh, you know, it'll keep me mu- like my muscles nice and strong and, you know, and there's so many benefits to like, a little bit of weight training and I'd make sure it doesn't trigger my pain so I just keep my body going nicely but you know like looking at research you know the longer that we do work out the tolerance for pain and discomfort can grow because I know if I have a, a week off or whatever then I can feel my fibro but as soon as I get back to it all of a sudden my mind recept- my, my pain receptors are different they're not thinking about the pain it's mind over matter so my body is taking it I'm getting I'm diverting that pain I'm going into this different zone which my body which we all need we need something to focus on when you're in pain sometimes because if we don't do something like walking or you know cycling or something that's just gonna keep our body strong and healthy that we're just gonna think about pain I think all the time and we just think actually I can't do this and what if I do this so it's getting over that um you know, some research has shown that some strenu- strenuous exercise, you know, can briefly dull pain. And I think that's true because I think if I'm going to do this, oh, it could, I could be in pain. And my mum always says to me, always be careful because I know you used to do a lot of this, but it could hurt, like you, you could feel it. And I do for a couple of days, but then I could, it can go for about a week, my pain. So I think I need to just keep everything aligned to me and what I'm doing. And follow your own path. Don't follow what other people are doing. Have your own little journal, like I've spoken to in the past. I've have everything wrote down. It's your, you know, if you want to go in the gym, go and get a little fitness plan off somebody. And I think once you've got an idea of what, you know, what problems you've got to go in with, then you can find somebody that you can work with, a specialist trainer, like that's going to work. I mean, you, you could go in and ask different people. You can research online. So it's important that you find someone experienced when you're coming down to working with pain management or somebody that has worked with a client, a high-risk client, that understands. I think empathy and relatability is a big thing. I've seen it so many times where trainers will just work with people for trainers. But if I, in the past, if I don't think that, you know, that trainer, I could be beneficial more to that client I would pass it on to somebody else saying well actually I think such a body would actually be really good for you because I've seen them working with these people and they've you know they've got so much experience and knowledge so pass it on like you know just think oh well actually you know this is what I want to do and do your research I say to people go online have a research and you you know pain management you know clinics and they'll all say do exercises that's the 
remedy really because the thing is like you can go for physio but then you you can't go to physio all the time and the exercise is very much similar as in you know just keep mobile and keep stretching and take your time and don't do something that you shouldn't really do so just take your time in between sets have your plan wrote out um and you should it takes a couple about six weeks for like you're starting to see and feel the benefits and don't rush do two to three times a week don't be going hell for leather doing five classes plus three gym sessions because you're going to crash and burn and you're going to go into a massive i mean flares can last like a month if you've got some chronic like muscular pain so you want to just take your time and identify when you're not feeling like well so yeah so also our brains um we have the ability to tone down harm, harmful stimuli so this is called like pain modulation so it helps with like mind over matter so i think there, there is a part of our brain that we ca- we can control when it comes to pain it's like when i used to have toothache oh it for a spell of having toothache and i had to do loads of things to try and get rid of the pain because oh if anyone's had toothache any pain like you've got to know how to trigger not to trigger it don't reach that point even if it's not reaching your highest heart rate um don't don't do as long in the gym or a home workout just do half an hour something like that or if you're going to go and do an hour take your time have a plan 20 minutes cardio make sure you do a warm-up get your muscles get that blood flowing get mobile do a few stretches then go and do a bit of strength training 15 minutes that's all you need just do legs one day arms the other day do a bit of core add it all in get a good ratio going on write a plan do a little chart like this is what i'm going to be doing once you've worked out your time blocking for the week like actually because you have to plan your exercise and you also have a plan for progression so if you don't have a progression plan you know if you if you're heading towards something or want to do something you have to make sure the exercise fits what you want to do so if, especially if you wanted to do more strength training you know you're gonna to have to go to the weights so when you're doing like the um the machines the fixed weight machines so just be careful if you've got pain so making sure that you're seating properly you've got you know the depending what exercise you're doing you're measuring it to your shoulders how your seating position are making sure you always check the weights before you lift anything because sometimes it'll be on the bottom one someone's lifted a really heavy weight so we make sure that we're taking it up to the top always start from the beginning feel the weight and that you know yourself you take it up really like this drop drop it down again and keep doing so you're reaching a good so you've got a good so you can do at least 12 repetitions 10 to 12 repetitions and it feels comfortable and take your time and this is when you start going to get this progression going you might feel it you know 48 hours after but each time you do it you're gonna you're gonna be more like receptive to it so it's like anything when you start to work out plan you straight away oh i can't walk it's even i do it if i go and do if i want to do like a squat class or something i guarantee like i can't walk my my bottom's just like sore i can't sit down i can't walk but i feel good for it but i've got to be careful that I've, i have actually gone through my pain threshold so i could have a little trigger so i've got to make sure that you're eating well so it you know looking at anti-inflammatory foods write them down do you i always say to people do research don't look at what other people are doing do research write everything down 
you know, if you've got any celiac or anything that's going to trigger your foods, make sure you've got the foods right, you're drinking plenty of water, uh, if you're taking medication for pain, you're taking medi- your medication on time, you don't miss medication, especially if you've got an exercise plan. Um, so you just got to look at everything. It's not You don't let one thing go to compensate another. So we make sure that we've got optimum health all the way around. So if you're doing like intro exercises, you can do low impact, but you can also do high impact. So you can do seated boxing or seated weights. So, you know, if you're in a wheelchair or, you know, you don't really have a lot of mobility, sit down and do the exercises. A lot of gyms are accessible to, um, you know, different, you do all sorts. Nowadays, you can pull the chairs out. Uh, the free, I mean, the weights is fine because you can get straight to them. So look at like using the therabands, they're really good. So do all your stretches, you can still work muscle contraction doing that. Like I've said before, like you can use your beans, you can fill up jugs of milk with water. You don't have to buy anything expensive. You can just use what's around the house because everything is heavy around the house. So we can just find things that are safe to use just to get you going a little bit. Start testing yourself, like what's working for me, what do I enjoy? Um, if you are quite able-bodied, like start walking, uh, get a little, join a little walking group. There's so many about now. If you look, you know, if you're safe and you look online, you know, from recommendation of the people doing it, you know, do some little walking. Um, you could do interval training on walking. So I mean, it'd have to be crazy, but you could do two minute fast jog walk, two minute fast walk, thirty seven, thirty seconds, um, like a mini jog just to get your heart rate up this is going to be beneficial for your cardiovascular it's going to reduce cardiovascular disease it's going to bring your cholesterol down it's going to bring your heart rate reserve down and this is what we want to do we want to reduce these things in our body and if you've got comorbidities which is like more than one you know a health problem that i've got my asthma but i've also got my fibroid so that's two things for me. I need to be mindful of taking my steroid in the morning and night to be able to do a little run on the treadmill and do my weights. I know that if I ran for a long time on the treadmill, even though my asthma's under control, I know after a certain length of time I get the, I get tight chested. That's just because of my asthma. It's you know I'm not a born runner and I don't want to. So, but then when I do the weights and the boxing, that's fine. Like I can do that. It doesn't, I can have rest, good rest times in between. So it's taking that rest and that breath and that water in and that mind. So I've got my earphones in and I'm going for it. So I'm doing little sets, having a rest. When you start to feel sick, that's when your lactic acid's kicked in. So you want to just make sure you're not reaching that point because you can feel a bit sick. I've done it myself. I've been training. I have been sick. I think that's when I've done a class and I've been working out quite a lot. So after a short while, you you build up that resilience to lactic acid and you shouldn't really feel that sickly feeling but it's all right if you do it's just your body getting used to it it's something unknown just keep drinking lots of water especially now it's quite warm I and mean, it's probably quite air-conned in the gym but you know it's quite warm going to the gym and I know this week I haven't slept I've had like three fans on and you know I'm I, I'm using my energy spoons pretty fast this week so I am feeling tired before I've even got up which is not like me I'm up, out, you know, I'm at the gym for six o'clock if I can most days. So I just try and um, pace myself and identify if I'm not feeling a little bit, you know, all right. Um, Yeah, and like I said just before, breathing, work on breathing techniques. You know, if you are a little bit anxious, you 
before you go and exercise. Just work on your breath. There's so many different things online. Relaxes the tension, it reduces stress and at the pain side of, you know, where it is. And after a while, you've been, you become, you actually kind of forget. So I've been working a little bit with my dad in the gym. So he had a hernia operation a few years ago. So he has like a mesh. I know you won't mind me talking about this, but it's just in his lower groin. So he's just joined the gym. So I was like, come on, let's join this gym with us. So mum and dad have joined. And so what what it is, we're doing working out. So I've been asking about his pain and, and he's like, it's niggling. So I was like, right. I said, so when you had your hernia, did you do any exercises? Well, no. So this is the problem. So he's also a gardener. So he's doing strenuous exercises and he's got a mesh in his groin. So this, these, I see the pain niggling at him. So I've been working, I've been giving him some exercises to do for even like some leg raises, some just different, so working around his hip flexors, around his trunk. I said, even though you're a male, you've got to still work on pelvic floor. You've got to strengthen it because if you don't strengthen it, there's nothing holding that together and you are at risk of it rupturing again or having another hernia. And you don't want to do that. And he's been doing some different exercises when he's been going, when I've not been going. And he said he's not been feeling the pain. And he's like, I can't, like, he can't believe it. And like, he said to me, well, she knows her stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I've been doing it a long time. I, I actually do know. But I don't think people listen to other people when they're saying it. And it's not criticism. It's, uh, it's been helpful to other people. Because if we're not looking at the, the fundamentals of our body and our local muscles which are you know rather than our major our local muscles are the muscles before our major muscles so we need to make sure they're tight they're strong everything's like knitted together to hold our body to hold our joints and tendons and support our shoulder joints so once that's sorted then we can work on building our major muscles if they're not right what's going to happen to our body we haven't got this this stable person so it, it's all scientific and it can be very confusing. But think about logically the scientific side of our body. I always say to people, lie on the bed, give your body give your body a full body scan. Think about previous history of, have I got 10 years ago, I could have brought my arm. You know, you've got to think about previous things because once you start exercising and like triggering old pain points like a broken wrist, I, I've worked with people in the past and they're like, but I've gone through the consultation, they're like, no, no, I'm fine, everything's healthy. Could be working them two or three ways, they say. Oh, I remember when I brought my leg? I'm like, what do you mean you brought your leg? And they're like, oh, yeah, it was a couple of years ago. I'm like, you need to tell me this because there's some instability there. Oh, I never thought it was years ago. It's still it's still there in your body. And if you've not worked, and most people haven't actually like re-strengthened that area, so it's really important that you do talk to your trainer. It doesn't matter how long, if you had a baby, you know, postpartum, um, prolapse. There's so many different things that you, you've you got to think about. Don't ignore anything because it is going to affect the exercises and what you're going to do. We want to be safe. We want, want to be, like, conscious of what we're doing. We don't want to have any accidents or injuries and, you know, and we don't want to put ourselves out for weeks on an end, you know. So we've got to look at even our spines and how they're working. Have you got a slip bulging discs? Uh, you got you could be a little bit lordotic, bit of kyphosis, scoliosis. We need to look at you know we need to, we need to look at our body and look how it's moving, um because sometimes we've got a weaker side, a stronger side. So there's the exercises you can ask trainers to help you with just to like help strengthen that up a bit. 
takes a couple of weeks and you'll see a massive improvement and straight away you're going to feel so much better. So it's just looking at the long-term thing of pain management. I mean, I could talk for ages about it and I don't want to go too technical on the podcast because it is hard to to go quite technical when you don't know the, the certain, you know, pain points that people have. But it's just all about keeping exercise inclusive for you, making sure you're joining in. And there's always adaptions to exercise. That's what I say. So, you know, take your medication, take water, you know, food is important. We know our body, it's 80% food, 20% exercise. We need to make sure that we're not putting junk in our body all the time because diet, massive pain flare-ups. I know they are for me, so there's different things. Like alcohol for me is a massive, flares me up like mad. I know that if I drink a couple of Proseccos or something... I don't know what it is, but I can feel my fibro. Maybe because I'm sat at rest and thinking about it and waiting for it. I don't know. Maybe because I'm sat down. So I'm, I have to be very, very mindful of what, what I do and when I go out. Because I think when you go out, you do different things and you're dancing and you're walking and you, you're just uh, you're not as mindful as you would be in the week. So, yeah, that's me. I just thought I'd... Uh, drop in some little pain management and you know if you are struggling with anything you know anything I can help with you know from my experience send me an email um you know send me a voice note even you know if you want any you know pointers for anything I can mention it on the show it's just like don't be afraid to shout out I'm here to help and that's what this podcast is all about so and if you are if you haven't liked the show as in subscribed um make sure you subscribe and then you don't miss a show because I do have one to two podcasts a week I do put a sneaky one out sometimes and I have like a guest speaker that comes on so I've got a couple booked in for this week and next week so that'd be nice to get some people on as well because it's nice getting I love getting experts on and, and talk about different things that you know health related and fitness related because it's good to learn from other people I love listening I'm a people's person I love listening to their stories and I'm also promoting other people in business as well. So, if, you know, if you are anything you want to bring to the show, you know, there's some um, on my website, you can sign up if you want to be a guest speaker. You know, there is a few people that I do reach out to, that, you know, that I ask to come on the show because I think it's nice that, you know, that show a bit about what they're doing um, because we all work online now. So, yeah, that's me. So... Uh, I just want a big shout out to Tony James. I know he's been pooling this week, but I've seen he's dropped another podcast. So I know he missed Monday. But you know what? If you're not feeling well, you're not feeling well. And you shouldn't pressure yourself into like getting back to it straight away. So I'm glad he's better. And it's horrible when you're feeling pooling. It knocks you off. And in this heat to be pooly, well, I've been checking in on him. Are you all right? <laughs> because it's when, when you know somebody is bubbly and not ill to see them ill, it's like, whoa, like, what's going on, so, but it's fine, we get ill, it's just one of them things, and we bounce back, and it's important to get back on that fitness and health train, because if we don't, we lose sight of our goals, so that's it, I think I'm gonna, this week, I'm hoping it'll cool down, um, oh, what's happened this week so far, my son has left primary school, so he's going to high school, so that's been a bit of an emotional week, so it's a little bit all over this week, but and then I've just realised she's off for six weeks. So I'm having to completely like look at my diary, everything now for the next six weeks. But do you know what? The school holidays go absolutely crazily busy and we'll find things to do. And 
yeah, it's just uh, it's one of them things, isn't it? It's life. So anyway, I'm going to go now and I will speak to you soon. Have a great week. And if it's really hot, make sure you put your sun cream on and keep drinking extra, extra water. Keep yourself cool. Get a cool flannel. <laughs> I know I've been sleeping with a fan and a flannel. I know it's not good, but you just need to keep cool because I get a little bit flustered when it's like this. So anyway, I'm off to the gym today and, and I hope the aircon's on because I'll be crying if it's not. I'm a water top tip. Put your water in the freezer and let it thaw out in the morning and it's great for kids as well. So that's me. So I'll probably have dripping water all over the gym because it'll probably be thawing out. So anyway, I'm off now and have a great day. Bye, guys. Did you know you can join and support the show by becoming a Patreon with extra podcast audio? self-development and health support don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss an episode and if you could rate and review the show that would be great and thanks for listening oh don't go yet did you know you can find me on amazon i have over 20 self-published books from manifesting planners weight loss and meal planning gratitude and time blocking and many more bye for now